take a seat with us here on the Front Porch Podcast. This week on the Front Porch Podcast, Fred and Wimpy discuss Greta Thunberg winning the Person of the Year Award from Time Magazine, and whether or not a hot dog is a sandwich. How she delivers her message, even though it's correct, some people find inappropriate, right? Because she goes, she goes, this is how the world should be. This is how we need to do it. You, you have to do it this way or we're all going to die. I, I don't disagree with her. But she doesn't have tact enough to present it in a way that the more... I, and I don't even want to say that. I, the more oblivious people are. You know, the ones that either don't care or 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 or, or unknowing, that how she presents it, they, they it rubs them the wrong way. So, and I discussed this before with with like the handling of her. You know, I I was concerned that there may be people trying to exploit her uh, to gain fame for themselves. I don't think her parents are, but there are, I, how human beings are. Somewhere within her management, there's there's somebody just trying to use her as a way to make money. And, of course, I'll remind you that I read, I think, on the air, her uh, response to that, saying that, nope, that's not what's happening. She's doing what she wants to do, and she believes in what she's doing. But so, I, I, I never I mean, said that, that. Again, those were her words, yeah. But he, she can, that can absolutely be the case, but that doesn't mean that they have... I'm sure she has publishing advisors who tell her in a PR way how she can go about it. I'm sure there are people advising her in language to say specific things a certain way. And I'm sure there are people who are there going, oh, Greta Thunberg. Well, I'm with the subsidiary of Georgia Pacific, and we'd like you to come and talk about pollution. At one of our conferences. But it's actually mm-hmm. one of the Koch brothers who want to say, hey, we had Greta Thunberg at one of our discussions. See, we're, we're nice and environmental. Leave us alone. And that may well be. I, I don't know all of the specifics about what is going on. I do know what she said. And what she said was that she was not being exploited in any way, that she is doing these things because she chooses to do mm. them and because this is what she believes in. I'm going to take her at her word. I, again, uh, I, don't, I don't think there's anything that she thinks or does that isn't her own. But I'm saying there are things that people can do that she would want to do that they can gain from. Well, yeah. So. That's the nature of the universe. If... I, you know, whatever you do, somebody somewhere should be able to gain something from it. I, that's the point of it. If nobody can gain anything from what you're doing, please stop doing it. Okay, so let's let's go back to your idealistic world then, Fred. If your right. point is is that if what we do, we gain nothing from. Your argument for the idealistic world is everyone has clothing, everyone has food, everyone has shelter, everything is taken care of. You could do what you want. What incentive is there for human beings as a whole or an individual is there for you to grow to be better? Because you want to. But there are plenty of people who don't want to grow to be better. They'll be happy. Then leave them the hell alone. Okay. Um, So you're, you're looking at it more nihilistically then. 
I didn't say that. No. That, Although that's, I was that's, that's the a greatest nothing in Coconino High School. That, that, that's a nihilistic um, point of view, though, right? All right. I don't think it is. I am it, not it saying... It absolutely is. That, well, that, all right. That Define nothing, nihilism. Uh, nihilism is the, the, the idea of belief that the things that happen just happen and that things should be just left alone. Not really, no. Nihilism is, nihil, N-I-H-I-L, is a Latin term meaning nothing. Uh -huh. And they believe that nothing, essentially nothing, matters. Uh -huh. And um, I don't believe that okay. nothing matters. Um, and but, but you said, but you just said not 90 seconds ago that if there is no improvement on yourself or society and what you do in an idealistic world where everything is provided for you, what motivations do people have to make the world better? Right. And I, and I submit the, the reason that they do is because they want to. Mm -hmm. we, didn't, we don't get to my idealistic world unless someone decides, wait, we need to make some effort to go there. Okay, what, what are and the motivations for human beings? If if I don't mind, don't mind me asking, what, there are what any are the number things, of them. What, what there are, are any the, number. What are of the main them. things that compel human beings to do anything that they do? Okay, first and the probably strongest of them all, survival. Okay, then so we a have fear of um, death. Okay, uh, um, I wouldn't even necessarily say fear of death. Just the I don't the, want to be dead. Uh, I'm, and I'm going not to do everything I can to not be Nah, you're, you're making it too simple. It is not just a fear That's... of death. It is not just a fear of death. Okay. It is a wish to continue to live. Okay. That is not the, the same, same as being afraid of death. No, it's not. It's, it is no, exactly it's the not. same thing. It is. Um, because, look, the fear of death is tied up with any number of other things. For example, the fear of pain. Okay. Um, so, also, the so fear... So wanting to live and wanting to not be dead, that, those aren't the same things. Um, I'm going to say that there is a difference between what one might necessarily mean by them. Okay? Okay. Wanting I to want live... I want to live and I don't And because want to I want dead. to live does not mean that I fear dying. Okay? I'm well, not well, it's a motivation. afraid of death. Uh, well, I'm not afraid of death. Not wanting to do that is essentially a fear. Again, you can interpret it that way, but I'm going to suggest that that's okay. that is one motivation: wanting to live. Okay. If you want to call it fear of death, okay. It is, it, and I said survival. Survival. Right? I will agree with survival because survival, survival right. covers so, both. So survival. So survival is one reason. Okay. Okay. What's another motivation? Um, sex is another one. Okay. Sorry, but there are eight billion, seven point nine billion people on this planet because we like to have sex. Now um, here, here's and here's, it is. Here's where I'll draw a line here. Anything else that you repeat after those things are just ways to make sure that you get one or the other. I don't know that that's necessarily true. Okay, what, what's the next thing that, that uh, makes people compulsive to do things? I don't know about the word compulsive to do things. Why do they want to do things? Okay. Because there are things that I want in the world okay. that are neither sex nor living. Okay. Um, for example, what else would I like? I like to read my book. Okay, pleasure. Now, reading my book isn't getting me laid. And uh, it doesn't... 
but you it you doesn't keep me alive some sort of level of pleasure from it right of course i do well then i could argue that you could place that in either survival or sex because survival sex is i i think sex one might say is the ultimate are, are you are you pleasure are you stimulated by it sure but okay. that's but but sex is a very specific thing so i would go with if you want to go wider right pleasure um okay and but there are things that i do that 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 are neither of those okay um I, I do things sometimes that don't necessarily give me any pleasure but um, I, I, and don't I would, keep I me alive. Say, actually, I would say pleasure is more into the survival aspect, specifically for humans, and, and dogs have it too. They, they play, other animals play. It's just a pastime to ensure that you're not... It's, it's an emotional balance, pleasure is. It's there to balance the, the negative that you feel. So I would I would say that Pleasure itself is a survival instinct that you that most, if not every human being, needs something that gives them a level of pleasure in order for them to function to survive. All right. Well, there it's one of the reasons that I bother to survive. I am well aware that I can be done whenever I want. I I, I have the insulin necessary. Um, all I need to do is, you know, decide I'm not going to eat right now and shoot myself with about 100 units of Humalog and make sure I don't tell the roommates and I'll be dead in a couple of hours. But um, you, and you, not you, only that, but it'll be mostly painless. But I, I can argue that you're, you are enter, entertained at such a, a sustaining level that you don't want to do that, that you have a Well, there pleasure. are still things, right, I can still have some pleasure uh -huh. in life at the point mm -hmm. that so there could be no more pleasure. Right. If at the point that I could do nothing else that would bring me any pleasure, at the point that it occurs to me that you know what, uh, the rest of my life is going to be nothing but pain and horror and terror and mm -hmm. awfulness, then yeah, give me the insulin. I'm going. Then pleasure is absolutely necessary for survival. Uh, if you disagree with that, go ahead and tweet us at uh, Podcast Front on Twitter. Uh, I'll I check the responses every single day. If you don't think pleasure is a part of natural survival and that you know, you can go through life feeling nothing and be like Fred a nihilist. I'm kidding, Fred. Thank you. <laughs> you can do that as well. Um, so then Greta Thunberg, going back to the topic, she's she obviously gets some level of pleasure in going about ending global warming the way that she's going about it, right? Climate change, but all right. And no, she isn't really accomplishing it yet. She's trying. Well, she's trying, but she gets some level of satisfaction in presenting that message. And I would believe I, I believe that, but I don't have any evidence to back that claim. Uh, but I she, suspect that it is true in the same way that you know I would, uh, and Christians are going to crucify me for this one, but I'm going to suggest Christ found pleasure in what he was doing. Otherwise, mm -hmm. he wouldn't have done it. Um, yeah, I think that there and, is a pleasure and, and to be gained in making can, the rest of the world a better place. I think you feel good. You can also I think I feel she, good she, when I do something kind for someone. She's arguing from uh, a place of survival. Though, I can't prove that that's actually the way it works. Because she doesn't want the world to the survivable world for humans to end. She's doing it from just a basis survival standpoint. Okay, I lost a lot of what you said. Um, okay. It's working better now. 
So okay, I'm, I apologize. Let me I just... think no, it wasn't you. I mean, I think something somewhere on my system froze up. I don't know what it was. Okay, so I was saying that uh, even if she's not getting any pleasure out of it, her basis motivation is she plans on living for another fifty years, and in fifty years, the climate's going to be drastically different. That humans may not be able to survive on it. Mm-hmm. So at the basis, she's doing it for survival. But I, I'm also arguing that she gets... And how she presents it, she gets a level of satisfaction from it. Like, you know she was satisfied that she was able to stare down President Trump at the UN. You know she had a level of, this is exactly right. I, I am in the right. I feel good about being in the right about this. Okay, I believe that, but I don't know it. Well, I, I'm not um, saying that she was wrong for it. I'm saying that she- no, I but I, I believe I believe that she felt that way. I agree with her feeling. On the other hand, that's not something that I can tell you with certainty because I, I, I'm making assumptions mm-hmm. based on my own experiences, based on what I have felt when I looked the way she looked that mm-hmm. day. Um, but I don't know that. I was not actually inside her brain. Mm-hmm. I, I, She has never told me that that's what she felt. If she tells me, I'll believe her. Mm-hmm. But she's never said that. So that may be true, but I don't have any evidence to support that claim. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, and just, and just talking about, like, like I said, our whole discussion has been about forming some type of, in Fred's ideal, idealistic utopian world, and of course... Wimpy here, gotta be the realistic person here. <laughs> I gotta be the That's villain, Fred. The point. I'm always the That's villain. Fine. <laughs> the antagonist, which, by the way, is the Wicked Witch of the West, or Darth Vader, or anyway, the, the, the antagonist is Oz. The whole world of Oz. No, 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 no. The antagonist. Now, again, we could debate whether a, a, a setting can be an antagonist, but by definition, an antagonist. By traditional definition, an antagonist is a character, and I so, swear to you, if you were to, if you may Google this, I guarantee you'll get that answer. Who is the antagonist in The Wizard of Oz? It's the Wicked Witch. We Who had is this the antagonist last time, Fred. in there Episode Four? Of things that are mis misdefined, like gravity. Okay. <laughs> so, just because right. it's popular belief doesn't mean it's right or correct. It may have an element of being well. Okay, correct. except sometimes it, it does. does. Except sometimes it does. If we're simply talking about a matter of definition, which is what we're doing uh-huh. here, okay, the definition, and that's what, now, if you would like to redefine antagonist and redefine protagonist, okay, but now those are different Well, words. Alice's conflict. In the same Alice's way that conflict, you know, what uh-huh. I'm eating right now is called bacon. Now, if you want, you can call it a strawberry, but this is bacon that I'm holding in my hand. And it's I know this. Belly. It's pork so, belly. It, Okay, again, you can redefine it, but, but that's what it is. this is what everybody knows as bacon. But, but it's pork okay. belly. This, Fine. this is, a hot do- is a hot dog a sandwich discussion, is what this is. <laughs> well, but if I say bacon, everybody in our audience has pretty much the same picture in their mind. If I say pork belly, we have a whole bunch of different pictures in our mind. It's a question of mm-hmm. definition, but right. go ahead. Right. I was just being funny because there's been discussions on other podcasts that i listen to where they debate whether a hot dog is a sandwich and so somebody argued mm-hmm. that hamburg a hamburger is not a sandwich and, and everyone just like went silent and gave them the are you an idiot stare which was amazing well they it's often cl- classified as a sandwich um you know like on a denny's 
uh, menu. Well, yeah, it's a, it's a Hamburg sandwich. It was invented in Hamburg, Germany, when they took a, a beef patty and put it between slices of bread. And his argument was a hamburger bun was not bread. Well, <laughs> yet, wait, yes, it, it is. is. Um, but no, not okay. I see his point. It's not, because a slice of bread is different. But, but you can and, have a sandwich on a roll that's sliced. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I probably, I prefer that. But, I mean, when I think of sandwich, you know, I think of my pastrami or roast beef or something like that. I don't think of a hamburger or, or a hot dog. Um, a s- sliced bread. That's that's what a sandwich is. It's something between sliced right. bread. So, I mean, yes. technically a taco is an open-faced sandwich. You just kind of fold it. So is pizza. Yeah, but then it depends on whether it's hard shell or no, soft no, shell, No, right? it, no, it's, it's an open-faced sandwich, it's, no matter how you form it, because it only has one slice of bread, and that's what an open-faced sandwich is. Is that... So, is a hard is a hard taco shell, that's a bread... That's a yeah, form, that's of, form bread, of bread, maybe, but that's not bread yeah, in the way that we bread. think of it. I'm not going to put, I'm not going to put you it's, know, it's peanut butter and corn, jelly on uh, that. Corn flour, so... It's... it's yeah. I, I, so yeah. it's a form of bread, but if I say taco shell and I say bread, those are two very distinctly different and images. Uh, that bread are bread going is to just the, the general word. So like, so like Wonder right. Bread is bread, but so is a muffin. So is cake. Cake is bread. Right. It's all made the same But if I say way. he ate a piece, but if, but if I write the sentence, you know, uh, Dorothy ate uh-huh. a piece of bread. The vast majority of my readers are going to see Dorothy in their mind. They're going to see Dorothy holding a square thing with a little crust and a soft part and maybe some butter on it. They're all going mm-hmm. to see that. They're not going to see a taco show. They're not going to see a but, muffin. They're, because if I wanted to see, if, if she ate a taco show, I'd have said that. But that, that's, that's just and, like, I own a dog. Okay, well, what kind of dog? Okay, well. Right. But we're still all going to see something with four legs, a tail, yes. and all of and, that. And, and, when and you it will say not bread, be a I'm cat. Think of same th- it might be a Great Dane or it might be a Chihuahua, but we're all going to see essentially yeah, but the when same I, thing. Yeah, when you say bread, I'm going to automatically think something made out of flour that is baked in some way or fried. <laughs> you know, it, it, it has to be made out of yeah. flour. It doesn't necessarily need yeast, but it's a flour product that is somehow made. To be consumable. Well, there is that. So, anyway, I think we have spent enough time <laughs> on bread. So, don't you like having conversations with me, Fred? We're talking about saving the world and global warming, and I go mm-hmm. right to bread. There we are. <laughs> so, I'm sure that our audience is much more interested in that than the picture that I have of of a perfect world. But they okay. may, they they very well might be. And, and they're going to respond back to us, a hot dog is in a sandwich, which it totally is. It's a sausage between sliced... Well, I, I, look, forward, I look forward to their responses. So, if they yeah. respond to anything other um, than it's a sandwich, they're wrong. I'm going to go out on that limb. Well, then they can do that. that. that if you think a hot dog so, is not a sandwich, you're wrong. I'm looking right so, into the camera live. A hot dog is a sandwich. Well, if someone says otherwise, <laughs> let me know, and you know, we can we can go to that. I, I, I'm so, just I'm just giving anyway. people the crack, just just letting them have it. So, 
I see that you are. Yes. So anyway, that's all right. You can do that. You I can have respond no back to us, as I said on our Facebook page. It's the Front Porch Podcast. Uh, check out, uh, like it. Uh, we'll invite you to the group if you befriend one of us, uh, Fred on Facebook or Whippy on Facebook. We'll get you in there. Uh, how about we do a show Friday, Fred? How does that sound? That sounds like an excellent idea. Um, yeah, I don't work on Friday, so we will definitely try for that, and we'll see. Yeah, what hopefully we can do my about internet's it, a little so. bit better as I've been dropping frames doing this live. So, but uh, we'll have the actual recorded show. Uh, up sometime before the show Friday. I'll get that all cut and put together um, a little bit cleaner. We'll, we'll, we'll cut out a little bit of the japery and, and the silly stuff so that way <laughs> we can actually... We'll keep it, we'll yes. keep it relevant, yes. <laughs> Alright, well, for Fred and Whippy here on uh, twitch.tv slash Worldwide Whippy, uh, we hope you have a good day and remember there's always somebody here on the front porch. The way your sides fill up the night The way your eyes reflect the light The way you make everything alright Have a thought? Or a conversation starter? Email us at frontporchpodcast1 at gmail.com or tweet us at podcastfront.com